180 Fit. Answers to all your health, fitness, and life questions. Monday motivation, Wednesday workouts, and Friday fit forever. This is your host, Jen Plykin, with occasional guests. Let's get started. Hey, what's up, Fit Tribe? Happy Friday, Fit Forever. I am going to go we start going through a series on Friday of shorter podcasts. And these are all gems and pieces of wisdom I wish I would have known when I was graduating from high school, going off into the real world. And some of them I didn't even like to learn and work all the way through until just now hitting 40. And so over the past several years, as I've kind of landed upon these gems, I'd call them, uh, these nuggets of wisdom, these life lessons, I'm like, man, I wish I would have known that. I've kept them because I've kind of wrote them on out to... Kind of either to myself, looking back, going, you know, dear 20-year-old self, if I could have told you this then, I would have. Um, So I ran out more going towards my nephews and my nieces so when they graduate from high school, I can have a book to give them of all these, like, little nuggets of things that I wish I would have had and were, hey, is this happening in your life? Turn here. See, see what truth is from, from your, from an auntie that loves and cares about you, isn't going to steer you wrong. And so if you know some other, um, 20 year olds out there or something, just tell them to come listen to my Friday Fit Forever starting, um, with this week's and have them jump on board and learn these truths that they could truly grasp the truths that I share here, um, for the next couple of weeks in these shorter segments, it will save them a ton of headache that I experienced, I know. And I would love for my mistakes and my headaches over the last you know, good 20 years of it, just in adulthood of making it, to help someone else out and give it meaning and purpose to at least turn my, my messiness into something good by helping other people. So today we're going to talk about something that's, that's close to our, the first one here is on... Freedom, then why does it feel like it's control? As we graduate, as we go into the real world, we're so anxious and we're so excited and we're so ready to have control of our own lives. We want to break free from that that parental parental control that seems to tell us what we need to do, what we can't do, restrict us from having fun, and you can name off the list. But so many times in life, we leave one situation of control and trade it in for another. Because people in this world will manipulate us and they will try to control us. And it's only unless we know how to identify if we're being controlled, how to combat that, how to find our own confidence, and how to develop some tough skin and learn to live truly authentically, that we will ever not be controlled by somebody. As I left and I went to college, you know, I wanted so much to be free of just any kind of control. I was just, and I just wanted out there, I wanted my own life. I was your typical, just let me be free, free. And, um, and control is interesting, isn't it? Because it's used to establish limits and confine people to specific behaviors and expectations. And while it's necessary in certain circumstances, control can be more like chains 
as opposed to protection. So control in the good sense feels like protection. Control in the negative sense feels like chains. And I was running from chains. I did not want chains. I was sick and tired of chains. And as we grow older and we leave behind our parental control, we have to learn how to establish our own boundaries that align with our lifestyle. Unfortunately, sometimes we either stay confined to our parents, right, and our parental controls, and that'll keep us from living the life that we deserve, or like me, control isn't just living to your parents. Sometimes we feel like we can't live our authentic, true selves due to the opinions and expectations of friends, partners, and even strangers. And that in itself is another form of just control. Can't feel like we're true selves. I know, so excited to leave and come to college because I thought, all right, place where nobody knows my name. They were, and, and like, cheers, like, everyone wants to know your, everyone knows your name. Point to, like, really be me. Like, no, you have to worry about following in a sister's footsteps that was valedictorian or didn't have to worry about. I don't know. I just I feel like I could maybe for once really be who I wanted to be in me and it's interesting if you deal with control in one one area one way you can't run from it like running from it does not work because you just end up in another controlling situation and that's exactly what happened to me I mean I just ran from one to to straight into a relationship that was controlling and um and felt like I know, I felt like I, once again, couldn't be the me that I wanted to be. And then, of course, you justify because then you think that, well, obviously, the, uh, me as me is not accepted in this world, so obviously it's a bad thing. And we let other people's opinions and views and expectations of us define ourselves until we don't even know who we are anymore. So in order to break free from this invisible control, we have to first identify if indeed the opinions of, and expectations of others are blocking our freedom. So there were really kind of three key things that I pinpointed as those red flags coming up. Okay. Number one, do I change depending upon who I'm with? Do I allow control of others to manipulate my life? Do I find myself changing my views, my personality, and even my speech based on whom I'm around? Yeah, I mean, I remember my life several times in relationships. Have you ever been someone who doesn't come from a lot of wealth and then you date with someone who comes from a lot of wealth? And it's a totally different language they speak. It's a totally different way that they act and they dress and their expectations. And I mean, and so... yeah, I would try. Gosh, I would try so hard to like figure it all out and and be who they wanted me to be because they could never come and meet me where I was. I was always felt made to feel bad, like I was a horrible person for being the way I was. When really, they were just controlling me. They're making me feel so bad about myself. I had to, I felt like I had to change to be accepted by them. Two, you're afraid of disappointing those around you. So if I'm afraid to say no to a family event 
accept a higher position at work simply because I'm afraid of what others might think of me, I'm likely, or oftentimes, am controlled because this this is rooted in um, others' expectations of me and whether or not they like me or whether or not I'll be accepted by them. I know a lot of times... I would not say no to anything just because I didn't want to let anyone down. I didn't want to disappoint them. Even if it's something I really didn't want to do or even if it was something that I really didn't want to be a part of. But I was so scared of that rejection by people. And then number three, I think, is the, is the gosh, the biggest one of all. And how, how sad to end our lives if we had to say this. I'm not my authentic self. I think it's one that leading causes of why people are so depressed maybe even in their lives right now because we're at war with who we really are. If I find myself holding back from saying certain things or expressing my love for something, I'm probably controlled by the opinions of others. Oftentimes this fear is rooted in not wanting to stand out and not wanting to appear weird. And I was considered weird my whole life, my whole entire life. And as much as I embraced it, there's that point in me that just for once wanted to feel like I belong somewhere. And it's sad. It's hard. It's, a, it's a really tough for the soul and the spirit when you feel like you don't belong anywhere. But if you're listening to this and you're so many struggles with being your authentic self, it's a thousand times better to be authentically alone than to be out of touch with who you are. And fake liked by others who will drop you in an instant. And that's coming hard truth from someone who's lived it many times around. And hasn't just gone through that a few times. Many times. Because I just thought every time would be different. That of course they were my friends. Like, But no. I'd be a thousand times over authentically alone. Because you have to live with you. And I have to live with me. There's only one you and there's only one me and we're supposed to, we're here for a reason. There's something we're supposed to accomplish. So we better go after it. Okay, so how do we combat these issues? Overcoming control is not something that just snap your fingers and it happens. In fact, identifying that we are underneath the influence of someone else, unspoken control is half the battle. Once I've identified the source of discomfort, it's time for my real work to begin. Think back to a time when someone disappointed you or you broke their expectations. How did that make you feel? Me? Devastated. I felt like the worst person in the world when I let someone down. To this day, I have to, like, battle with that. Okay, so now, now, the next thing is, is not pleasant, but it works. Sit in that feeling. Okay, just sit in it and analyze it. The person I have a valid reason to be upset with you? Or were they just executing their control over you? It was a later trying to analyze their, their opinion and why that person's opinion is so important to you. Next, think about consequences. That person hurt you because you went against their wishes. And did they hurt you in a way they were just being honest and just being giving you feedback? 
or they were doing it in a way that truly was something that would have hurt your health and your well-being. Because there's two very different distinctions I'm about to make here. He would that control can also come out in very physical, physical, emotional, mental abuse. If you are being abused, stop right now. Do not go. Continue. This is, that's not a battle that you need to fight alone. You need to get help. And I mean that coming from someone who's, who's been there a few times. It's so scary to go get help. It's so scary to make that first step to, to get out of that situation. But you're worth it and you must get out. Because every day that you stay in it, you're becoming less and less of a person. And you're, you have too much value to stick in something like that. If you have nobody to reach out to, if you feel all alone, I get it. I do. I'm here for you. Shoot me that email. Let me know that, hey, I'm stuck in a relationship. I want out. I don't know what to do. That's all you need to tell me. And we're going to figure it out. Okay? Please, if you are in the midst of something, you need a helping hand. No one better than me because I've been in the thicket of it trying to navigate it alone. In a very messy, messy situations. So if that's you, I had to put that in here because it's close to my heart. Stop this and message me now. Go call your mom. Do something. Who can you call and count on? Do something though right now. Okay? That's not you. Let's continue. Okay, so after we've just discovered if, you know, if nothing ever happened to, to us, there's no really reason for us to be fearful. Maybe we are hurt, our pride was hurt, but we don't need to be fearful. So finding our inner confidence is going to be key. The key to breaking free from the control of others is to find my inner confidence. We're all comprised of incomparable strength and resilience. You know what, though? It's nobody else's job to tap into that but ourselves. So it's your job to tap into your resilience. It's your job to tap into all that you're capable of. And it's my job to do it for me. And we're the ones that have to let it out through our actions. You know, the funny thing is, I've always found once I find inner strength, I'm more apt to reject these opinions of others, and I won't be guided by their expectations or opinions. Instead, I'll have the conf- I have the confidence need to carve out my own path. Once I finally this past year, I was like, man, I don't care what people are doing. I'm going to get out there on social media. I don't care what people say. I'm, the haters are going to hate. And they did. They have. They still do. And it's okay. I'm fine with it because they don't define me anymore. You know what? I have a lot more strength than I ever thought I would in that area. Okay, but let's say like you're seeing going, Jen, that's great. How? So once you find that inner strength, right? Well more more apt to reject the opinions of others. And we're not guided by these expectations or opinions. Instead, we have the confidence needed to carve out our own path. But if you don't know how to carve out your own path, here's a quick little way to do it. Identify, identify your wants and your needs. Not someone else's, not what mom says you should have, not what dad, not what boyfriend or best friend or sister or brother, whatever it is. What is it that you want out of life? Once you identify your own needs, you have a solid starting place. 
You'll then have the means to make decisions that align with those wants and needs and knock the expectations of those around you. Develop tough skin. This is where things makes me think. Dad, my dad being military, where I was raised with tough skin. That makes me think of that. Um, when you start to rebel from the control you've been under, this in this case, rebellion can be a very good thing. Rebel against diets, we rebel against control. I like being a rebel. I do it in the right ways. Um, maybe not in the past, but I do it in the right ways now. So, those around us won't respond well. In fact, they'll probably have some choice words with our decisions. Be, be prepared for that. You will discover how very few friends you actually have, most likely. But all I know is the day that when I have friends again, they'll be true. I'm just waiting for that day. It's imperative that we not allow their harsh criticisms to sweep us back into this hurtful sight for control. Instead, focus on controlling our actions as opposed to worrying about the feelings of others. We can't control them. Not an ounce of or a moment of thought or anything is going to change them. Don't let the, other, don't let the control of others limit the personal freedom that we so desire. So if I could go back to my 20-year-old self, my 18-year-old self leaving there, I would have said, Jen, your personal freedom is based upon how much control you give over to others. Don't listen to them. Take a stand for your own life. You make the decisions that benefit you. You live authentically, Jen, and then you will find the keys to happy, healthy, and joyous Jen. I wish, going back then, I would have just embraced that crazy, misunderstood person. And would have embraced being alone, but being myself. If you're someone who's young, if you're someone any, any age really, but if you're someone who's young, don't let this world tell you to be anything but you. Don't let other people define how you act, what you say, what you wear. You define you based on your morals, based on your values. And you live it loud and you live it proud. And if they call you crazy, let them call them crazy. But you are you and you are authentic. And I will applaud you every step of the way. That's my little message for today. <laughs> All right, tribe. Have a great rest of your weekend. Or a great weekend going into it. And I will talk to you soon. Thanks for listening today. Once again, this is Jen with 180 Fit. Be kind. Be brave. Live authentically and always shine. Until next time, go live the fit life.